Hello, this is Dr. Cindy Banier of Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe for March 2nd, 2023, and this podcast is being recorded at 5.19 p.m. In breaking news, Tennessee becomes the first state to ban public drag performances in the country. Although there are other 20 other states that have similar bans that are going through their state legislature, Tennessee proved that it is ready to lead the way in bigotry and anti-LGBT culture wars with this ban. The ban that was just signed by the governor into law bans the public performance or any performance where there may be minors present of both male and female impersonators. This is will go into effect on April 1st, so coming up very quickly here this year, and comes on the back of the recent ban in Tennessee of gender-affirming care for trans youth. There are similar laws to that across the country in Republican-led legislatures that will be likely passed and come into effect this year. It is clear that there is a coordinated attack around the country on LGBT folks, and here in the Florida, it is known as the anti-woke crowd and push. And although they are just couching it in culture war discussions and political rhetoric, it is extremely dangerous for people in the LGBT community and signifies the willingness of states to roll back the rights and freedoms of people. So we will be continuing to follow this around the country and noting that Tennessee is now the first state to ban drag performances. Speaking of places where there's a lot of shitty people sharing their shitty ideas, CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Committee, has their annual gathering going on starting this week. Trump is, of course, their headliner, and his monster performance is sold out for this coming weekend. And the biggest thing coming out of CPAC so far, aside from your relatively routine at this point incendiary comments by the ever-growing crazy contingent of the Republican Party who are just clamoring for the spotlight, the biggest thing to come out so far is the fact of whom is not at CPAC. Seemingly folks who would be going against Donald Trump and the presidential primary have chosen not to go there as it has become a circus of people bowing down to Trump, including in years, the past few years, a gold statue replica of Donald Trump. If that is not something straight out of the Bible, I don't know what it is. But the CPAC gathering so far has seen the same type of antics, including some choice words from Florida's own Rick Scott, massive Medicare fraudster and desirous of cutting Medicare and Social Security was talking about how Florida is leading the fight against wokeism and other sorts of thinly veiled white supremacist talk. And I am sure there is just more to come where that came from. No one will be watching CPAC except for the conservative blogosphere and Twitter sphere, but we are sure to get some additional snippets of insanity out of it as our country led by these Democrats and the large corporate donors that fund them is being drugged further every single day towards authoritarianism and fascism.
Speaking of shady characters who are funded by authoritarians and fascists, George Santos is now under investigation by the House Ethics Committee. Now he is facing investigation in relation to his campaign finance violations, namely where those finance dollars have come from, with some speculating that it may have come from ill-gotten sources, potentially from Russian dollars flowing in towards his campaign, which may have also come from his Florida connections because this is the cesspool of Russian influence in the country. However, additionally to his campaign finance investigations by the House Ethics Committee, they will be looking at some mis sexual misconduct evaluation, uh, some sexual misconduct accusations as he was trying to hire different folks. So it may be that him being a creepy boss is what eventually gets him kicked out of con Congress, not just being an unabashed liar. Here we are in Southwest Florida. I'm filming this in Fort Myers. We are five months after Hurricane Ian and the calls to stay out of the water have continued. So this time around, not only is there continued debris in the water and reports of amoebas, but there is also a significant amount of red tide, no doubt feeding on the extra nutri nutrients that are in the water as a result of the runoff from the hurricane as well as the storm surge. The red tide, which is a harmful algal bloom, is now seen from Sarasota all the way down through Collier County and is causing massive fish kill-offs all along the shore. However, this means that the beaches are not a desirable place to be at this point in time. It is an unfortunate occurrence after a hurricane that there is both remaining debris and harmful algal blooms that come after it. This adds further to the devastation in the economy in Southwest Florida. So not only have so many businesses been wrecked or quite literally towed out to sea, but the tourism effects are in the lack of tourism that is coming from both the lack of housing in terms of our hotel and hospitality industry that has been damaged, but also that the beaches are not usable is going to go through much of this coming year. Florida in Florida, Southwest Florida Lee County is already leading the state in unemployment and there are sure to be more economic troubles to come. Looking at some recent reports coming out of the U.S. intelligence agencies, the Havana syndrome, which is a report of several thousand people who are involved in the foreign service and intelligence agencies having sudden onset dizziness, headaches, and other symptoms, when it comes to a report about the Havana syndrome, which first appeared in 2016, Five intelligence agencies have determined that is not very likely that it came from a foreign adversary. The report did not indicate where they thought it came from, but it did note that several of the people who reportedly have had symptoms of Havana syndrome had wild variety in those and that they were likely to come from environmental factors or viruses that are already well known. There is a small group of folks who had more consistent syndromes, more consistent symptoms, and those folks are not 
happy with the findings of the intelligence reports thus far. And it turns out that the reports have done better at figuring out what it is not rather than what it is. So thinking of those who have been affected about it by the Havana syndrome and hoping that it is, in fact, as the intelligence reports have stated, not an attack on our our people abroad, but that it was something else altogether. Because the thought of bio warfare in terms of virus or something else that would make people immediately sick is a really scary future that hopefully we do not have to prepare for at this time. So that is the end of the Daily Diatribe for today. I have been your host, Dr. Cindy Banyer, and hoping that you will check out all that we have to offer from Big Mouth Media. Go to BigMouthMediaFL.com. Check out what we have, including our brand new Universal Basic podcast. And coming up this weekend, a Democrat and a Republican walk into a bar. You can join us live at Ollie's Records and Beer in Cape Coral from 4 p.m. on Sunday for that. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.